Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. And good evening. Welcome to the BDPA iRadio show. I'm Tim Butts, and tonight I'm sitting in for Fran McNeil, the producer of the BDPA radio show. Check your calendars, make sure we're all the same place, right time, because tonight is Tuesday, January 27th, 2015. And we have a great array of guests. Tonight, our guests are Joel Wilson, President of JCW Computer Consulting, John Malonson III, Vice President of National BDPA, and Don Solid, President, Information Reporting Solutions. Tonight, our co-hosts include myself, Tim Butts, Jayla Cruz, and Ron Story. Our studio engineer is Everaldo Gallimore. And, of course, our producer is Fran McNeil. Introductions are in place, so let's get started with our first interview, and that will be with Mr. Joel Wilson. Good evening. Hey, good evening. Joel, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm in Philadelphia. We got hit by some snow, but fortunately, it was, you know, you could handle it with a broom, so I'm doing very good. That's tremendous. Tremendous. Well, thank you so much for being our guest tonight. I'm in uh, thank you for the invitation. Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned you're in Philadelphia. Well, I'm a stone's throw away. I'm over in New Jersey, a bridge and a drive away from you, and the weather is kind of snowy. It's kind of cold. But uh, I'm so glad that you're in the neighborhood so we can be empathetic of each other's experiences with this weather. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, tonight we're really excited to interview you and our other guests. So I want to get started by introducing our, our audience to you with some highlights from your bio. So please allow me to take a couple of minutes to share your background with our audience. Joe Wilson Thank is you. the president of Jay's. Yes. Joe Wilson is the president of JCW Computer Consulting and a longtime member of our BDPA Philadelphia chapter. His firm has earned honors with the African American Chamber of Commerce as the Small Business of the Year. Joe has a vision for creating a STEM pathway for our young people. The black community is plagued with the highest unemployment, underpayment, subpar wealth, widespread failing education and decaying neighborhoods. However, embracing STEM is at the youngest of ages, nurturing our youth from pre-K through college through their career is a proven path to revitalize our communities. In BDPA, we call this the classroom to the boardroom. So, Joel, with that introduction, let's dive in and get our conversation started. My first Great. question to you. How did you find out about BDPA initially, and what's kept you so involved and so engaged? Well, I probably found out about BDPA um, 
soon after graduating from college, um, I came out in 92, and just being involved in the, um, you know, as a, as a young computer professional at that time, and just trying to reach out and meet other folks who were in the field. And um, I believe um, probably the first person I met in Philadelphia was a gentleman named Ron Curitan. Uh, he was a network engineer, and we had crossed paths at a, at a few clients, and I believe he's the one who introduced me to BDPA. Okay. So that was the introduction. Obviously, he said something or somehow you got experience or had a positive experience that's kept you involved. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, one of the main things that I found in BDPA is it was a great place to to network. So um, some of the individuals that I've, I've met as time went on was Howard James, who was a past president here out of Philadelphia, and he was serving, and he was um, actually working. He was a vice president of the Fed Reserve Bank, and he just had um, just so much wealth of information on BDPA and a history. Matter of fact, I believe he's one of the original uh, members when BDPA was formed here in Philadelphia, and he's still active to this day. Uh, another young woman who I was able to um, network with through BDPA was Angela Haskell, who's a project manager. So it was just great folks that I got to to meet, and uh, in, in, in some cases we were able to um, either do some business or or work on different projects that may have like, may be community-related. So for networking, I think it's, um, you know, it's second to none. That's tremendous. So with a history of getting really engaged at a grassroots level, getting to know people at their individual level, their professional level, and having them really engage with you really kind of tied the roots in and made you that loyal member of BEPA. That's fascinating. Absolutely. And I really wish more people yep, I really wish more people had the type of experience. So we're gonna use that as a springboard to talk a little more about the depth of your legacy with the organization, and also in terms of your service with the organization, what accomplishments have occurred over the year that you over the years that you're most proud of? Well, uh, I'm. <laughs> I think the first accomplishment is um the fact that I I've been able to um, have a firm that's uh, a little bit more than 20 years old at this point, and we have um four employees currently, and we have a, a great host of clients, uh, several charter schools in Philadelphia, a lot of nonprofits, and a lot of small to mid-sized companies. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. And um, last year we had a we had a good year, and, and things are looking at um, staying on that positive trajectory for 2015. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm just very excited about that. Oh, that's excellent. You have your own enterprise. You have your own company. You're an entrepreneur. And so that the audience, so that the audience better understands um, the scope of the things you do, help me to understand some of the things that your organization does and some of the key responsibilities that you have as the president of your own business of JCW Computer Consulting. Okay. Well, um, as the CEO, you know, you, you know, there's the old saying: the buck stops here. <laughs> right. So you get right. the good and the bad. So uh, you have to ensure that the payroll is being met. You have to ensure all the operational things are in place. Not that you have to do it personally, but either you do it or you have um, someone else to do it, whether it's a staff or you may have a contractor. 
Um, I, I do um, a good amount of the business development, bringing the new business in, um, finding new technologies and new solutions that we're going to sell. Um, I'm very involved in, in uh, uh, nurturing relationships that we have. Um, and and, it, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm in the accounting system, <laughs> looking at invoices, yeah, looking yeah. at accounts, looking at the payable. So uh, it's it's a little bit of of of, of everything, uh, but I enjoy it. You know, I, I enjoy it. I am empathetic, but I also love where you're coming from. I also am a business owner in the technology environment, so I know what you mean. Some days you're the chef, some days you're the bottle washer, but every day <laughs> it's your enterprise, right? Absolutely. Because you're involved in this important work, because, hey, you are your brand, right? Help that, me understand. That, that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. So help me understand how do you balance the vision of your business and then come up with wonderful things like I've talked about in your intro, building a STEM pathway for young people. How does that all happen? How does that come together and where are we going with that? Well, what's what's interesting for me is that um, there's a saying about if you're an entrepreneur, you can either work in your business or work on your business. So the working in your business is when you are actually just another staff person, you know, taking care of whatever, you know, is your responsibility. So what I found, if I want to grow my business, if I want to bring new ideas and things and then I have to take a different mode. I have to take the mode of working on the business. So what I like to do is I optimize my travel when I travel to conferences that are mainly tech, you know, IT related, technology related, or maybe even a business conference. So that opportunity when I'm traveling, whether I'm sitting in the airport or on the plane or I have some downtime where wherever I'm at, that's when I'm you know, I get that critical time to think. I can actually practice and play with new technologies. I'll never forget, I went to a uh, a conference some years back. It was just for a weekend, and I had free time, and I learned um, our, the CRM that we currently use. So in one weekend, I came back you know, at our Monday staff meeting. I said, we're now using the CRM. It went through training, and, and boom. So uh, that's how I do it. <laughs> You're a quick study. When you're when when you're self-employed, you many times you have to be. That's <laughs> so true. That is so true. I find myself doing the same things. You have to embrace things like YouTube to get a quick synopsis of something and then run with it. But that ability to be agile, but nimble, and move your organization forward with your vision is a tremendous trait. It sounds like that's quite successful for you. Thank that you. being the case, absolutely. That being the case, you've had some lessons learned, I'm sure, over the years. Can you share some lessons learned with our BDPA iRadio audience? Uh, yes, I've had many uh, lessons learned. Um, one one thing I've learned, and this and it's it's interesting because I've just sort of gone through the same scenario um, in the last 30 days um, three times. And so this, this maybe this is unique 
to me and in my business, but I've, I've spoken to a lot of other business owners, not just tech businesses, but just whether it's catering or printing companies, just, just friends of mine who are entrepreneurs. And so the scenario is um, you can have customers or clients who who are, are constantly trying to get, you know, discounts and, and trying to get things that are unreasonable um, and, and just expecting so much more. And, it, and it's in the backdrop of it is that in the black community as a whole, we, we have less wealth than, than everyone else. We have less resources. So it sort of puts the business owner in a particular situation if, if you have so many folks who are trying to get discounts that your competitor doesn't have to deal with. And so how do you deal with those scenarios? And so like I said, I just had like three incidents. And one of them was um, I got an email, a company wanted to order some toner cartridges, and they had bought some stuff before from us, some toners. And so it was not a big deal. So I sent them a quick quote, and they responded back, and they said, well, we see the exact same ones at, at Amazon.com, and they're like, a dollar or two dollars cheaper than what we were selling them for. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, if if Amazon, which is a billion dollar company, is you know a dollar or two dollars cheaper than us, I think we're doing a good job because we are in no way a billion dollar company. So that's my that's my thinking. So um, so they asked if we could match the price and also match and give them free shipping. So I looked at our shipping, and I think our shipping was like $5. We were charging $5, and we were a dollar too off. So um, I, I gave them a counter offer. I said, you know what? I'll match your Amazon price, but can you please understand, you know, our gross revenue is nowhere near Amazon. And so can you pay the shipping price? And thankfully, they said okay. And so we closed the transaction. That's great. That's great. It's so important to bring up aspects of business while we're doing business because relationships have to be nurtured and you have to demand that respect within our business transactions. I think that's a very excellent point excellent point you just brought up. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely, man. So you've been in, in business for quite a while. You're running the long haul. You have vision and a STEM pathway for our young people and sharing wonderful lessons learned as things move forward. I'm quite sure that there are thoughts for other aspiring entrepreneurs in the IT world that you'd like to share or maybe talk about a little bit. Well, if, if, if possible, I would like to talk a little bit about this, the STEM path and, and, and what we're doing in this area regarding the STEM path, if, if that's okay. Please. Okay, so we, we have two two fronts that we're pushing forward in the STEM. Now, one of the things that we do, we actually have, um, we currently have three charter schools that we provide services for. And so we've actually been in the charter school space for 15 years. Um, one of our charter schools, we've probably, this is our 16th year that we're providing services. And for them, we do... We do everything. Uh, so we're in the administration, uh, 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 transmitting their data to the state. 
we built all the computer labs, we're maintaining the servers, providing on, on-site tech support services, so we're just doing the whole gamut. So um, one of the things we, we've done over about a year now is we've built up our skill sets in the whole, in the whole Google education ecosystem. And that ecosystem has about five different parts to it. So it all centers around their Chromebook laptops. So we are Chromebook authorized. We can sell five or six different manufacturers of Chromebooks, including Lenovo and HP and Acer and Samsung. So we can sell all of those. So these are low-cost units that have great security, um, uh, centrally managed security. You can actually manage it through a Chrome browser. You don't have to have no super expensive server, or all these special licensing. So we can we can mm-hmm. offer to a school um, this this low cost laptop that has um, a, a curriculum that you can access to that is tied to the Common Core, which is the new national standard. So so that's one piece. Uh, the Google Chrome console is another piece in that ecosystem, and that's where you can manage this. So it doesn't matter if the, if the students take the laptops away from school, or you can even, in the same management um, uh, uh, system, you can add uh, tablets and you can add phones. So it's just a very powerful system. Also in, in this um, ecosystem is the Google Apps for Education. And here you have uh, your your email system. You have your, your storage called Drive. You have Hangouts, which is um, video conferencing abilities. You have sites. So you can, you could do intra, uh, intranet websites at your school uh, for, for, for um, the, the students or, 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 um, or teachers. Then they have something called um, school. I'm sorry, classroom. And in classroom, this is a tool for the teachers so that they can manage everything that they do, the, what they're teaching, the assignments they're giving away uh, f- from uh, from the same Google platform, and this way you don't have to worry about kids losing stuff. Uh, they always have access. What the homework is, the parents have access to it. So Google really has a compelling system out for schools. And so our thinking is, if we can, in a positive way, help schools to get the technology that they need, and it's affordable, it's affordable. Then, then the kids will have a better chance in getting ready for these STEM opportunities down down a lot. A lot of our kids, you know, they're in, in in environments that the technology is just so old, is so antiquated, and you know, the, the schools can't afford the professional development, and it's just so many issues. So we're trying to alleviate that. And and one of the things we we've done is from our different relationships in the industry, uh, we're hosting a Google education ecosystem webinar on February 17th. Uh, so you don't have to go anywhere right from your computer. We are, um, we are uh, currently informing um, all of the charter schools in the city of Philadelphia, many of the tra- traditional schools, but it's open to any school, any daycare center, whether you're a principal or a teacher. Excuse me? Give me that time to remember because we're running, we're running into a hard stop on our interview. So I want to make Okay, sure no problem. Okay. It's on February 17th. And uh, if you want more information, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash jcwcc. You'll be able to see all the information on on that webinar. There we go. There we go. Excellent wrap-up, man. Please, audience, remember that. Say that one more time. What's that hard date to remember and the place to go to look? 
Okay, no problem. The uh, webinar date is February 17th, and the Facebook uh, URL is facebook.com slash jcwcc. There we go. Jason, I'm sorry, Joel, it has been a pleasure, my friend, to listen and learn from you, and I thank you for being a guest. I hope to see you at a meeting real soon. Mm -hmm. I'm also a member of Philadelphia as well as New Jersey chapter, and um, I guess we'll all get together real soon. Now we're going to pause yeah. for the cause and a word from our sponsors. So thanks again, Joel. Thank you. Bye. BDPA is the premier organization for people of African-American descent in the information technology industry. BDPA exists to advance the careers of African-Americans in the IT industry from the classroom to the boardroom. You can find BDPA on group site, Twitter, and Facebook. Hello, everyone. This is Bela Cruz. I am the BDPA co-host interviewing John Melanson III, Vice President of National BDPA. Hi, John. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, and I think you just gave me a promotion. I'm actually the Vice President of the Western Region, but thank you for that. <laughs> okay. So how is everything going? How is the weather there? Oh, weather's uh, chilly, 68 degrees, last time I checked, so should have brought a jacket. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for being a guest tonight. I'm excited to interview you, and I'd like to uh, first start out with some highlights from your bio. And uh, so please allow me to take a few moments to share your background. John Melanson is a program engagement lead with Raytheon. He also serves as the regional vice president of BDPA West Region. He has worked with the other regional vice presidents to identify a list of online programming resources that could be an excellent source for BDPA members. John will share some of these resources with our BDPA iRadio show audience. He will also provide some guidance into the growth and development of the Western region as he enters into his second year in the vice presidency slot. So, John, with that introduction, let's start our conversation. My first question for you is, how did you first find out about BDPA, and what has kept you involved? Sure. Uh, so I first found out about BDPA back in 2003. You know, I was interested in, in you know, finding out where all, the black, <coughs> excuse me, where all the black folks were and technology. So like most people looking for information, I went to Google, typed, you know, blacks in technology, didn't find anything, typed African-Americans in technology, and you know, every variant of the search I could find. And then, um, lo and behold, discovered that there was a Los Angeles chapter of, you know, what was called BDPA that met not too far from me. So checked it out, and, you know, then the rest became history. That's um, great. Well, yep. I, oh, and to the second part of your question, as far as, you know, what's actually kept me involved. Now, I think the story is for most long-time BDPAers, you know, you show up to a meeting, and if you stick around long enough, you know, you get a role and some responsibility. So, you know, I first became a HSEC instructor for the Los Angeles chapter in 2003. Um, you know, then over time, you know, took a stint as the Los Angeles president. And, you know, what really kept me involved with BDPA or still keeps me involved with BDPA, I'm a lifetime member, by the way, is just the commitment of, you know, the volunteers. I mean, this is a volunteer organization. No one gets paid a, 
you know, a crazy salary to provide all the services and all the good stuff that we do. And then just working with our youth, you know, every week is just, you know, an awesome experience. So I'd say youth and also youth programs and just all the volunteer leadership that we have out there is what keeps me involved and motivated. So in terms of your service to BDPA, what accomplishment are you the most proud of? Let's see, the accomplishments I'm personally most proud of are, you know, being an instructor in our HSUC program for a number of years is, you know, working with a team to train over 300 kids over 10-plus years. That's been an amazing experience. Um, being uh, president for a while in the Los Angeles chapter and, you know, growing our L.A. blacks and tech population from about 20 or 30 people to over 1,000-plus people. I think it's 1,060 last time I, last time I checked um, via better engagement and programs. And in my role now as the West Region VP, you know, I really am proud of the partnership, collaboration, camaraderie that, you know, the regional officers and leadership have. Um, you know, it's just great being able to know what's going on in each region, you know, with a bunch of people who are dedicated and committed providing service for their regions. Um, your engagement, uh, as the program engagement lead with Raytheon, can you share with us your key responsibilities? Sure. So for those who may not know, Raytheon is, you know, one of the main top five defense contractors. So in my role as an IT uh, information technology program engagement lead, you know, I'm responsible for our IT application portfolio, um, our service providers, all IT projects and products that roll into one of our um, our emerging product lines, which is electronic warfare systems and, and cyber. Can you tell us more about the growth and development of the BPA Western region? Sure. So growth and development has been kind of exponential over the last couple of years. So we've grown the, you know, we've grown participation in the region from literally it was like maybe a handful of folks who would show up to a meeting to, you know, and be part of our part of our group. Now, now we have 1,060. Uh, we still have some work to do. The opportunity is to convert, you know, maybe five or ten percent of our 1,060 participants to actual paid members. So people are getting a great you know, monthly service and experience, but we want to convert more folks to paid members. Um, some other things we've done recently is we've established a San Diego presence, and in the West we're also looking at Denver, Phoenix, and the crown jewel would be Silicon Valley in the Bay Area. You know, so if anybody on the line knows some Bay Area folks to build around, definitely, you know, reach out to me, let me know. And just the other day we've got, we had some interest from, Pepperdine, some students on a couple of Pepperdine campuses have, you know, expressed interest in starting a local student chapter on the campus. So I'm going to work with them to help bring the program to the Pepperdine campus. And uh, one of the other things that we're definitely proud of in our growth and development area is that, you know, we've expanded our youth program to six to eight-week chunks, you know, focus, you know, focusing primarily on computer science, uh, mobile game development, cybersecurity, and also just uh, just whatever 
other areas that you know kids are interested in, we're going to probably tag into some virtual reality with all the cool things going on with Oculus and looking at what Microsoft is doing with the HoloLens based on their recent announcement. Okay, cool. What do lessons learned would you like to share with the VDPA iRadio audience? Sure. I would say that it is it has never been easier in the history of mankind to learn something new. Um in the bio that you know was read about me earlier, you know, just know this, I'm a lifelong learner and now with all the massive open online courseware that's out there, it's just you know, a plethora of learning um, opportunities out there. So whatever you want to learn about, especially in tech, it's all out there, and 10 times out of 10, it is free education from top schools, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. In some cases, you even get a certificate. But, you know, my favorite massive open online courseware providers are there's Coursera, there's also Udacity, edX, um, and if Anybody is wondering where to even find out what the cool classes are. Um, I'm definitely not shy about posting what I find in the BDPA Facebook group. So, you know, if you see anything about a you know an upcoming course, you know, chances are it's from me. But there's a lot of great learning opportunity out there. And for our entrepreneurs out there, also know that a lot of the top Silicon Valley um, entrepreneurs and philanthropists out there. I mean, there's startup school where they've actually provided, you know, presentations and talks on their experience, you know, the, the leanest way to go from start to finish and setting up your business and what you need to be mindful of. You know, they've laid it all out there, and it's really, you know, ours for the taking. So definitely everyone take advantage of all these learning opportunities that are out there. Right. John, in the remaining minute, please share one final thought for our VDPA, our radio audience. Sure. Just want to remind everyone that this year we are celebrating our 40th year anniversary, and as we celebrate our 40, you know, our 40 years this year, you know, keep. We want to make sure that we keep our eye on the things that will, you know, keep us relevant for another 40 plus years. So, this is definitely a salute to the past and those whose shoulders we stand upon, but. You know, keep looking forward. We want to make sure BDPA stays, stays relevant for another 40-plus years. So do your part in making that a reality and get involved. If, you're, if you've been a spectator, get involved and, you know, be an active participant. Don't just be a bystander. Excellent. Well, John, it has been a pleasure to listen and learn from you today. Again, I thank you for being a guest and wish you a safe and warm evening. My pleasure. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. And now a word from our sponsors. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, 
from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. And welcome back to the show. So, we've had a couple of excellent guests with us this evening. And uh, because of the uh, weather and other unforeseen circumstances, we're going to wrap up a little early as we've had two great guests tonight. Uh, I want to add a little plug back into that commercial you just heard, reminding you, impelling and compelling you, hopefully, that the 2015 conference is coming. Please, BDPA members, register now at www.bdpa.org and plan on attending. Let your friends know, let your companies know. Bring many, spread the word, and inspire others to do the great things along with you at BDPA. So tonight we've had inspiring and informative interviews, and I want to give special thanks to our guest tonight. I want to acknowledge Joe Wilson, the president of JCW Computer Consulting, and John Melanson III, Vice President of the Western Region of National BDPA. Thansal was unable to join us this evening, but we'll put him on at a later show. And I do want to thank the co-host with me, Jayla Cruz, for a wonderful interview. And, of course, in the booth, Everaldo Gallimore, who keeps us all on point, and Fran, our producer, who keeps us pointed forward with a great vision. And, of course, extra appreciation goes out to Mr. Wayne Hicks, our Executive Director of BDPA Education and Technology Foundation. So to our listening audience, I want to thank you again for listening to the BDPAI Radio Show. I'm Tim Butts, hubbing for Fran tonight. And, again, I'm inviting you to listen on the second and the fourth Tuesday of every month at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Our next show airs Tuesday, February 10, 2015. So at that time and that place, we'll join you right here. We'll see you on the radio at blogtalkradio.com, BDPA. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks, produced by Everaldo Gallimore, technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA.